Welcome to another episode of Design Under Influence, brought to you by ArcIT, the firm that helps uh, architects, engineering, design firms solve IT so your teams can focus on doing their best work. I'm your co-host, Alex Osanenko, I'm a partner in charge of growth. Here with me, the knowledge base, the encyclopedia of IT uh, for architects and also founder CEO of Arc IT, Boris Rappaport. Boris, say hi. Hey, everyone. Happy Wednesday or whatever else you're listening to us. Yeah, let's unpack this thing, man. Today, we're going to talk about best ways to use Teams, Microsoft Teams specifically, for your architecture firm. Now, we are getting tons of questions. Uh, well, not tons. We're getting questions from clients. We're getting questions from uh, just other architecture firms we're friends with. And a lot of those questions pertaining to setting up Microsoft Teams to run architecture firms' processes fairly smoothly. So we're going to cover a couple of things. We're going to go deeper into this topic. Uh, you may want to check out our LinkedIn Live, depending on when you're listening. Either it's going to happen in a couple of weeks or, you know, years ago, depending, again, on the timeline, where are you? Um, where are you, you know, pressing play on this on this cast? Um, and if you are pressing play on this cast, we thank you. So let's deliver massive value, Boris. You ready to go? Ready to go. All right. Well, why don't you set this up for us? We are, um, as ArcIT, we use this uh, Teams internally. So there's a lot of uh, co correlation, uh, but we're going to focus specifically on architecture firms. So why don't you set it up for us? Uh, well, you know, the benefit of using Teams for, and I'll be specific, for internal communication in your company, you know, have been outlined in our previous casts, but, uh, you know, the main benefit is it's easy to use. It's less formal than email. All of your conversations are tracked. Um, they're kept basically forever or depending on the policies that you have set in place. But you're able to go back and easily search for topics of conversations and conversations in general. You can also search for files that were attached to those conversations. So it's basically a tool that makes it much easier to find information either in the future going back or just if you're as you're working on a project, if you had a conversation uh, it's much easier to find that information uh, within Teams than it is in email. Especially if you add remote work as a new reality, that becomes ever more valuable. So today we're going to cover uh, a couple of things. One of the first, one of the questions we got is, I don't know, Boris, if you want to take it this this way, we want to take another direction. Feel free to pivot out of this one. But I'm thinking we should talk about using channels versus full teams to managing projects. That's one of the latest, latest questions we got. Yeah, um, but before we go there, I think let's let's talk about overall uh, strategy for organizing teams. Um, I think depending on the size of the firm, uh, that strategy is different. Um, if you are a really small firm, you should start, I guess you should start with the future in mind. Um, but also you should think about, you know, various functions in your organization um, that you or you know some somebody else helps you do um, right so if you're a small firm owner less than five people most likely you're wearing a lot of hats so um, i think the best practice would be to organize your microsoft teams but by those hats that you're wearing right so if you're you know doing marketing you should have a separate team for marketing you should have a separate team for accounting you should have a separate team for hr for example and 
you know, you can then organize your files and structure your, your files in those specific teams. So then they're easily then shareable with either your CPA or your HR consultant or your legal team if you need help. So having those kind of separate allows for outside collaborators to be um, just in that team and not in your whole file structure, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So basically, you know, organize for how the company will function in the future, even though you are the you're the manager of all four channels, you know, you need to have separate channels for separate functions within the org. Gotcha. Yep. And then going back to the initial question is you should also have a separate team for your architecture projects. And if you're small, um, you know, less than five people, it's okay to just have, um, you know, the architecture team and then organize projects in sub-channels. Basically have a channel for each individual project. That way you can have communications uh, with your team members um, in those individual channels for those projects. You can also store files like proposals, you know, any spreadsheets, any time tracking, any uh, project management files that you have, you can store them within that, those channels as well for each individual project. And then you can share those out um, easily uh, with your customers or your clients and, you know, uh, people that work with you, uh, like in other engineers and uh, consultants. Gotcha. So that channel basically walls off the information, gives the right people access without uh, all the other noise. So that's one way to manage projects is, is create a team and then manage each individual project in its own channel, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah. So that would be for smaller firms. I think that would be the best. Uh, now there are caveats associated with that and we can cover those a little later, let's, let's, I think. Okay. But, well, I was going to say, if you, if, if you want to talk about that now or you want to pivot to the another way to do doing this. Yeah, let's pivot to uh, what I think the larger firms should be doing. And okay. in a larger firm, because you have more people, and when I say larger, these are probably firms 25 and up. Uh, you have more people, you have uh, more uh, varied, or I guess more clearly defined project teams. Like you may have you know, three people working on this project, you know, four people working on that project, and you know, there's no overlap, or even if there is overlap, it's a more defined teams, right? It's not just you know, a couple of people working on all of the projects. Um, so in this sense, I think um, the best way to structure your teams would be to have a team for each individual project and then have sub-channels inside of that team that correspond to, you know, whether it's pre-designed, that correspond to phases of the project mm. um, and also maybe some functions around the project. So like pre-design, um, you know, construction administration, contracts, accounting, um, those can be channels inside of, of a project where people can store files, people can have conversations around those particular topics for that project. Okay, you mentioned some downsides to both. So there's two ways, let me sum it up. Two ways to manage projects is one, create a single team and then manage each project as a channel within a channel. Um, the second way is to create an individual team for each project and manage the project specifics within each channel under that team, but the team will represent the project alone. So those are the two main ways to do it. You recommend the second is better for larger firms because there's a lot of different people working in different projects. The first is easier, simpler to manage for a smaller firm. Uh, and when we talk smaller, we say five or less, uh, larger is 25 or more. If you're in between, you know, get make, make a pick. 
uh, take a pick. But now downsides. What are the downsides of either of those methods? Um, so as you mentioned, if you know, if we just have if we're a smaller firm and we have individual uh, teams for each one of the projects, it can get out of hand quicker. Right. That's why we kind of reserve that for larger firms because there's more resources and more people can manage. Like you can task a project manager with creating those individual teams uh, for their project. Right. In a smaller firm, it's you, the firm owner, and it can, the more projects you have, the quicker you can get out of the hand. So that's why we want um, to have channels because channels can live within one team and it's easier to manage that way. Um, however, there's a technical limitation right now with using channels. And that limitation comes into play, and it's it's a Microsoft functionality that hasn't been developed yet. Um, it is on a roadmap, so eventually it will get developed, although we don't have an ETA on when. Uh, but basically, if your project comes to an end and you're using a channel for the project, um, you cannot archive the channel. You can delete the channel, but then you'll get rid of all the information that was within the channel, so you can't go back and review the project if you need to or you just leave the channel in place. You cannot move the channel to another team or you cannot archive the individual channel. Um, so there, there is also a workaround for that where you can hide the channel, but that has to be done in each person's teams uh, individually. As an administrator, you can't just go in and say, mm. hide this channel, right? So each person will need to just hide the channel from their view so they don't have to see it. So that's the limitation on using channels. Uh, we don't have that limitation on using full team. So full team can be just archived and the data will be kept indefinitely, but it's not going to show up uh, in people's uh, team's time. Very cool. So I think this, this provides a pretty good overview. Um, and folks, I want to invite you to continue submitting questions. We're here to help. Right. If you need actual service, you know, IT service for your architecture firm, we're happy to help. But we're also happy to answer questions in this format and or one on one as well. So, you know, keep them coming. We're at getarcit.com, getarcit.com. You know, just contact us and submit your question. You know, you'll get an answer and we won't, you know, unless unless you really want to work with us, you know, we're not going to bother you with with lots of sales stuff and all that. We just want to help. Right. And we want to be helpful when you're ready. We're happy to work with you as well. Uh, Boris, any parting wisdom uh, you want to share on Teams uh, before we go into the rest of our days and let our viewers do the same? Um, I think Teams is a great tool. It's still in its infancy, and we just need to continue um, kind of adapting it and using it um, as, you know, in architecture and design practices. And I think it, there will be a lot of value that's derived from it even now and especially down the line. Very cool. Again, thank you very much for watching. This was Alex and Boris with ArcIT, and we hope to see you on our next cast. Have a wonderful day. See you, everyone.